podcast. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. Episode 85, 86. 86. We're out here, dude. We're going up. And I need you guys to I need you guys to rate and review us on the charts, man. Five stars on the on the podcast charts wherever you listen. Cause we gotta go up there a little bit in the charts. Man. It really helps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, it really does. But shout out to anyone listening. Again, man, shout out to the listeners, the viewers, the watchers, and the subscribers. We love them all. Whoa. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the week, dude. Yeah, me too. And I've been looking forward to it now, dude. Especially, man, we got some good feedback on last episode, and it's just been the, the get we just talked about the guests we've been having the the conversations we've been having if we're doing just you and the episode it's been flowing dude because now it's gotten to the point where like we just want to learn some stuff you know what i mean like like there's times where like i just like we have questions you know what i mean mm-hmm. and sitting down with someone and just asking questions and like learning some stuff and meeting new people it's really fun and i like how we've been doing like alternating like guest now we guess guest no guest yeah that's yeah nice. it seems like that's the way it's going yeah i like that um so I do want to touch on something nice. I put my two weeks in, my nine to five, and I'm on to better things, bigger and better things, baby. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say the name of the company. Um, I will say what I I got a sales job, so y'all be praying for me in that. Um, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be good though, man. And the the reason is like, I've worked. I mean, I've worked. I've worked a full job since I was like 15, 16. You Mm -hmm. feel me? And that's always been that paycheck every Friday. Since, like, ever since then, though, there's always been in the back of my mind, like, uh, the sales or or the stock market, you know? And, like, I've tried to dabble in the stock market a little bit. But, like, sales is something where it's, like, you know, you're going and you're not getting that paycheck every Friday. But it's incentive to work hard. And it's also scary, though. Because, you know, if you're not selling stuff or if you're just not cut out for it, it's not going to work out for you very well. And... I haven't done it yet. You know, we're recording this and I haven't, I haven't actually done the job yet. So I don't know how it's going to go for me. I, I feel like I'm going to do well. And that's what I was getting at. Where like all my life when I've worked these other jobs, I felt like it kills me to the core because I, I know I'm meant for more and I don't want that to like come off as cocky or whatever. But I think with like, I want to be an entrepreneur in the long run, but I think with sales, it's like you're either cut out for it or you're not. Cause yeah. you kind of got to be like, you know, uh, not aggressive, but you got to be like, have a hard head and like, you know, be upfront and charismatic. And yeah. Yeah. You got to say it how it is. And you got to like, not take no for an answer. Um, kind of like you got to take no, but like respectfully take a no. But if they're saying like, yeah, well, we're looking at a couple other people. We're going to like get, get in touch with you, you know, as a salesman, like it's your job to like not walk away at that point. But like, to at that point convince them why you should just buy it now you know like yeah and there's always there's always tricks man but um no i'm excited like i feel i feel a totally different energy i was just telling you like when i walk into work now it's a totally different thing because i'm like i put in my two weeks and it's just like not that i don't care but it's like it's actually a newfound respect where it's almost like i i hated it so much before I put my two weeks in, like, I, not that I hated my job, but it's like the work, you know, like I said, the whole time I'm working, I'm like, I just, I don't feel comfortable with sitting at a place for eight hours a day and making the same amount of money every week, no matter what, you might get a little yearly raise or whatever, but you feel me? Like yeah. every week, steady amount, same amount, whatever. I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. I'd rather like take the risk and go out and like, you know, cause in the long run, I want to be flipping houses and stuff. And that's yeah. a big commission, but it's also a big risk. Um, but I want to do that. I want to do that stuff. And, uh, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I don't even know. I'm, I feel like I'm like trailing off. Cause I just like, I've been waiting all week, dude, to just bust this out on the podcast. But, uh, it is like a newfound respect. Cause I'm like finally leaving and I'm knowing what the next step is for me. And I'm feeling really good about it, really confident. And so that's why it's like working my job now that I've put my two weeks in. It's just like, I can just, just can't wait not that i like it now that i've put my two weeks in but i just can't wait to like be on to the next chapter like yeah. literally i feel like i feel like in my mind there's like a stair set and i'm i've been on like the first stair and i'm literally feel like i just walked up to yeah. the second one for real and it like sales might not be the forever answer but what i'm gonna learn going into it will teach me what i need to learn to get onto that third step you know yeah. what i mean like I've been at the same job for three years doing the same stuff and it's been nice, but I've learned what I needed to learn. So now I'm on to the next step. You feel me? Yeah. Really? It's like, 
it's that way and i'm excited for it dude mm-hmm. i'm really excited for it i had a i had an analogy when me and me and kyle when we were driving to the skate park the other day and we just had like those hours to kill we were talking about something similar and i compared it to like levels in a video game whenever you like you know you're at let's say level one or whatever <clears throat> And you have the places you can go and the things you can do and the goals you have and, like, secrets you can find and whatever. Like a Tony Hawk level or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things you can do. And then once you do them all and there's just, like, a couple things left to do and, like, that next level gets unlocked, it's like taking that train to, like, Manhattan or whatever. And then it's, like, fucking a whole new outlet of challenges and, like, things to learn and, grow, like, growth to be had and challenges to face and whatever. And it's the same whenever you get a new job. It's, like, a whole new environment. But it's almost like more it's almost like exciting more than nervous you know what i mean because you mm-hmm. you've already proven and i think you and i are similar in this way where um you know we're gonna work hard no matter what we do no matter what like job is in front of us you don't give a shit about busting tables or like running food like being a food runner that's not like necessarily a passion of your life but you did that the best you could do that yeah, you know what I mean? same yeah, with exactly. construction like you've got respect for the work you just understand that's not the work for you but you tried your hardest to like be an A1 performer in that occupation. You know what That's I mean? Thing, and now yeah. you realize like the things you do want to be doing, like the things you actually do crave, like your soul craves, you know what I'm saying? And um and and it's like now you're you're headed towards that. So like to go to that next level, it's like you want to be making these mistakes and fucking, you know, new challenge new um new goals to set, new things to learn. It's ex- I'm hyped for you, bro. For Thanks, real. man. Because I see it too. I see like this as a an opportunity, like a, another step in the ladder. You know what I mean for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it'll lead, but like you in six months is gonna be a different Danny. I feel like. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've been saying. I've been saying I'm gonna be. Give me six months. I'm gonna wait till the camera comes back on. I've been saying, give me six months at my new job once I start, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be up there. I'm gonna be number one salesman. And again, not trying to be whoa, not trying to be cocky, but sometimes you just gotta have confidence. And like you were saying before, it's like I've done other jobs, done the food running, the busing, the the serving, the construction, the, the landscaping, and it's like every job I've ever had, I've given it my all, and and literally I've gotten good. Like at every job I've ever gotten to, I've been valuable, and I've, I I know my worth. And so if I can just I've been given this chance with sales where, you know, like I said before, it's scary to take the leap, but I'm like, I've, I've done, I've, ex- I've succeeded well at every other job, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, uh, doing, performing the job's tasks. So I'm like, if I can just kill it at this job, oh, dude, dude, praying for it, dude. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. What is that noise? We're I hearing some feedback. Con- I, yeah, I think it's the connection on this mic. <clears throat> might be time to upgrade the mics. Yeah. It could be, it could be on the headphones too. We might have and- uh, I talk about it sometimes too, um, whenever we're talking about like school and shit and getting good grades and whatever. And I always think that like I tried really hard in school, and um, and it didn't necessarily teach me like a lot of things. You know, like I don't consider myself that smart, but I do think that um, we've got we've got discipline is is the thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what um, that's what school taught me. Was it taught me to like learn how to research things and learn how to like have a problem in front of me and solve it and and that's something that is hard to learn for a lot of people. You know what I mean? It's hard to learn for me, and like I'm still learning. But um, school gave me like a leg up in that way, and skateboarding gave me a leg up in that way because it's like there's just a certain way you have to like go about seeking knowledge and learning things to better yourself to like do a better job. You know what I mean? For that sure. some people never do those. No, steps. for sure. That's why I think school is important, especially for little kids, like or not just little kids, but you know. Up until, you know, you graduate high school because, like, I feel like your brain is developing and it's and it's good to develop in the ways that school makes you develop. Not that I agree with public education systems because that's a whole other conversation, but, like, like you're saying, the work ethic that you get put into school, like, yeah. like you're waking up early, you know, it's it's not fun, but but you're getting it done and, like, that first period's uh, whatever and third period's a little better because you're more awake, but yeah. and then it gets better, you eat lunch, whatever, last periods are chill. And how you go about that it, it builds your character like uh that's that's true how you how you said like through high school you you grind it out and i can see like it, it made you into this man and i i didn't really do as well in high school so i kind of had to like i kind of did it in some other ways but i and that i regret you know i regret not like giving school my all when i had the chance um but we live and learn but yeah like i think 
with anything you do, you know, whether it be a job or uh, really anything in life, like even the gym, like if you're how you're committing to the gym, how you're committing to those ninth and 10th reps, you know, the 10th, 11 reps on the second, third set, you know, those drop sets and whatever. It's like how you commit to that is how you go about a lot of things in life. Yeah. Because if you give up when it hurts, it's going to say a lot about you. You know, if you're giving up at the seventh, eighth rep just because it hurts, it's like, no, push it. Because especially yeah. when your brain is telling you you're done, don't do no more, you're at 40%, baby. That's yeah, because your brain is supposed rule. to tell you, Let's like, go. hey, that's going to be unpleasant. Like, you know, you know. That's, how you, that's how you grow your muscles. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's not comfortable to grow them. You're ripping them and growing them, but they're getting stronger and bigger. I love it, dude. And it's like you said, um, it, it, that applies to so many things. Like, uh, it gives you such confidence in the workplace, too, whenever you're uh, – restaurants great example it's like when you're put in that super high stress situation when there's like orders just out crazy you know so many tables so much to do bottle breaks like so much mm -hmm. going on that's how restaurants are every single night yeah. you know like if you're in the back of the yeah, house how can like, you handle in the weeds bro yeah, yeah. and and um and then yeah. with and yeah like it's same like when in school you have that unit test coming up or whatever in mm -hmm. math and it's gonna be like an 85 question unit test on like like some gym you know geometry concept you don't understand and like the whole lead up to that you're like damn this is gonna suck oh yeah 30, 30 question homework assignment oh i gotta write an essay for homework oh i gotta do this and it's like you feel that unpleasantness and you're like this is gonna suck just like your body is telling you at the gym this is gonna suck like you're 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 hurting right now you know you're hurting yourself but that is when you have to take one more step and like go because that's what it takes to pass the test that's what it takes to do more pull-ups and that's what it takes to to related to skating to land tricks you know like when yeah, before you when, yeah. when you're warming up how skating like, sure. kind of hurts a little bit like mm -hmm. uh, especially with me and my knee like first couple pops i'll honestly like get a little bummed because i'm like fuck, like it'll actually hurt and i'm like damn dude like i just got here and like i'm already kind of hurting but if you just stretch a little bit and like do more ollies it's like by the end of the session there's no pain whatsoever just because i'm fully warmed up yep. but it's the same thing where i have the choice to make when i go out even to go out you know that's the choice you make but while you're out there you you can say like you know i could i could go you know, run a little bit, do some jumping jacks, like warm up, go do, do like 10 50 fifties. Or you could just be like, Oh, that's going to be hard. And I'm going to like start sweating or whatever. I'm just going to go try the one trick that I was here to do. And then you hurt, hurt yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do want to, that I, I want to say, yeah, like that in it. Oh, fuck. What I'm trying to say. It builds your work ethic. Yeah. Like everything discipline. we just talked about. Yeah. The discipline, it builds, it builds your work ethic. Um, but about public education, while we are on that, I do want to say that I, I, it's, it's iffy cause I'm saying it. I said what I said, but now that we're having the conversation, it's, I'm thinking about it and how they design those tests. I don't like that because for me, like I'll tell you straight up, this is on air through kindergarten, through high school, everything. I never studied a day in my life. I never went home and studied ever, ever. Like when st studied for nothing. I always did my homework. I paid attention in class for the most part. Um, and I did my classwork. So I paid attention in class and I understood the lesson they were teaching. So I was able to complete my classwork. And then I was able to go home and do the homework because I understood it because I paid yeah. attention in class. And a lot of times that's enough. But when it, no, but when it, no, because when it came to the test, I, I, I don't know what it is about me. Like they call it test anxiety, whatever, call it whatever you want. I hate taking tests. Like I'm better about it now. Cause for the jobs and stuff I've had, I've had to take tests, you know, as a server, you got to take a lot of tests and that was like scary to come, but all that stuff's easy. Cause it's like whatever. But as a kid, I don't know. I'm just overthinking it. Cause probably the stuff that you learned was on the test. But when I would get a test in front of me, like, I think I told you this, the FCAT. Yeah. I could not do the FCAT. Like when I would look at the FCAT, like the reading FCAT, I would tell myself because I always got put in bad reading classes, like intensive reading and stuff. And I was like, I can read fine. And, I, and English was like my best class. But it's because of how you tested? Yeah, because when I would do the FCAT, I didn't have like, I didn't have what it took to just like sit there and read the stories and answer the questions because I'd be reading the story and then I'd be like, I'd get bored and I'd be like, I'm not yeah, allowed to do this. So then I yeah. Christmas tree, I'm just like, I'm bored. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm trailing off and thinking about skating and thinking about other things. And then I'm like, oh, he's done? No, oh, I could probably be done a little bit. And I'm like, all right, well, let me just try. You know, and I try to just let me read the question. And especially when I got older, when it was high school and I'm like still yeah. in intensive reading. I'm like, like, let me right. give it an actual I'm like, let me, let me actually do this. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, yeah, no. So I was like, nah, I can't do it. And it was on the computer back then too, especially. So you're trying to read the computer, you're scrolling down. I was like, 
no. So I just I couldn't treat it, dude. How do, Every what, time. What method do you think would have worked better for you in your education curriculum? That's a good question. Because there's different ways to test. That's the thing, too, is like not everyone learns things and like processes processes things like that like where it's that format and it's like hey read this excerpt and then like here's three questions about it or here's an equation solve it a b c d like solve the equation there's like you know some people have to have that hands-on kind of experience yeah i think that's what that's what it would be for me i think like did those problems where it's like an algebraic equation but they break it down to be like no i think i think for me it would be like like an escape room like i go into the principal's room and then the door closes and locks and i'm in third grade sick and i have be? to get out because that's something i could have done you feel yeah. me because it's just like applying the that, knowledge yeah that yeah like you know get like and maybe leave a note Yo, where i gotta like pay attention imagine, you know what i mean though imagine now with all the technologies and stuff i've thought it's crazy just in the last like five years how they've incorporated like personal computers and like ipads and tablets and stuff to students to to facilitate education and whatnot for teachers imagine as things continue to progress they're gonna have like vr type technologies in every classroom maybe so you could literally get put into a hands-on experience to where it's like you have to use some sort of like whatever you're learning like if it's geometry you could go i don't, I don't know any examples off the top of my head but you know what i mean you could actually like have a computer off in the corner of the class and it's like oh that's a simulation machine so like you put in like whatever and then you literally put on the thing and it puts you in a situation where you gotta like problem solved yeah dude yeah i like that that. could be how they're testing instead of and then some people will hate that and they don't learn well like that but they they could do the test exactly yeah and you choose that's what i'm saying that it should be that rather than forcing a test and putting everybody in the same category and basing their you know intelligence that's another huge blessing from my high school experience was the cambridge program because it was based in the uk they tested the way the UK tested. So, really? Yeah. So it was, I, I don't remember, I used to have a whole list of like ways that I thought that education system was better just in the way that they tested. And it broke it down. Like it was basically like those reasons where there's um, lots of, you can get lots of partial credit on like the, like, for example, the test could be eight questions, the whole test, the whole end of the year, like AP type test, eight questions. No but way. Yeah. Like the, my, my uh, ACE Marine Science uh, class with Mr. Guarano. One question. No, it was probably like 20 to be real, but like you need, let's say it's like 20, don't quote me on this anyone, but like this is just like from my knowledge, there's like, let's say it's 20 questions, you need like 50 points to pass the test. And there's an available like 150 points on the test, or that's probably off. But like the point is you rack up points as you answer these questions. So like if it's, you read a whole thing, there's going to be several activities like part A, part AA, part AAA part B like there's lots of different parts to the one question so the one question wow. might have a total of 15 points available and you have all these different opportunities oh, so if yeah, you just yeah. got part of it right like, like if you just knew like if it said you know eventually you need to learn how much water is going to go into this pool that they're constructing for the community so like it breaks it down step by step like how big of a plot of land it did it say like did you need or whatever like calculate to see what how big the plot of land is do that if you get that calculation no, right you. you get a point <clears throat> and then like you know that's like kind of how like they if test. you got two and a half no if you got question two if you got two a right and two b wrong and question number two was worth 15 points you would walk out with like seven and a half points yeah and see it was very like i guess more immersive the way that it would like um, break it down like that, break, break each question down. It was almost like more digestible because imagine if you have an 80 question like math exam, AP test. I like that. Where it's 80 questions and it's just like number one, X plus three Z minus two Y. Number two, four, uh, and it's just saying like solve for mm-hmm. X or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like some people blank and they don't don't remember like, oh, what equation yeah. did my especially when you have, especially when you have to type it in you've been taking a computer oh, test and there's no a b c d you just like, have to like type it in dude that's how all of college algebra was when i was in high school uh-huh. and so listen to this bro i did college algebra for me i did it for that kid david that like paid me hella money to like help yeah. him with classes i did the course for him oh, i remember that uh, and then i would straight up like go to their computer and like or, or wow. i don't remember how we did it but but it was like that with the um to input the answers it was, um, you could just get it like one little, you, you needed to put like comma space something, but you just put comma something and it would count it as wrong. Uh, 
And it's like, that was some BS, bro. Yeah, Because you'd yeah. be like, you do out all the work, and then you type it in, and it's like, incorrect. And you'd get so frustrated because you're like, bro, I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. But it was just because you typed it wrong. Oh, the worst. Did you ever use Mathwave when you were in high school? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I did when I was... Is that the one where... Um, what was Mathway exactly? Because I it's think it's like I an did. app on your phone, and you would just enter in an equation, an equation, and it, it would solve it. It would for solve you? it. Yeah, I think we did. And it would even Mathway. show. It would even you could pay show for it and steps? show work. You could show work. Yeah. Yeah. So we if, did use Mathway, dude. I love college algebra. We did. I loved Mathway. Like that was insane, especially in high school when you could listen to music during tests. That's what was cool. Is when like you know, shout out Miss Clissetti and Astero. I don't even know if we can be doing that <laughs> like shout out my english teacher freshman year uh she would let us take tests with headphones on because she said we felt she felt it could concentrate better but we had to put our phone on our desk but we could be like you know looking at the phone real quick to like you know change song <laughs> and i was like she was actually a pretty pretty lax teacher so she wasn't really stressing about like you know all that so it was kind of just you do you i was like, why was i doing math way in english class <laughs> No, I, th I think I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I guess Mathway didn't help me there. <laughs> but I guess another teacher did it, too. I don't know. <laughs> no, I guess maybe. Was that a thing in high school? Could you do that in every class? I don't really I remember. I don't remember. Well, that, was, that was my first period of the day, and I just remember, like, always putting beats on and just feeling it. It was different for me because I was. I feel like you could. <clears throat> I feel like you could. Maybe not you. You're in college. I was in the dumb classes. They're like, dude, whatever you do to not talk, do it. I was in the class. Dude, our high schools were probably so different. No, yeah, for sure. Classes-wise. Your classes were all like, straight up. Nah, nah. Dude, my class, fights breaking out, pencils no, yeah. going in ears. And I, if I ever had a class where like I was in with those, like, uh, it wasn't like, because in the Cambridge program, it's pretty much all of us, like the, you know, yeah, 60 throughout. kids or whatever. Yeah. It was like, we were all in the same kind of classes. Yeah. So if I had a class that wasn't on that curriculum, not in that like ACE program and it would be in just with regular high school Astero stuff and I'd get random kids that I've never really had classes with it was much different yeah, I'm going to the guidance counselor tomorrow this is unacceptable <laughs> I need to switch out of this no. unacceptable for my education <laughs> no but dude on that like one thing I did want to talk about this is a good transition is I was thinking about a way that I skate like the, had a great session today at uh, veterans skate park shout and out veterans for sure dude and um stomping grounds yeah, dude, shout out skate god Aaron, shout out Gabe, uh -oh. uh, I don't know his last name, not Gabe Mata, other Gabe. All the shouts outs. Um, don't know the other dude's name, but he was like 37. Shout out to the boys, man. Just started Veterans skating a year ago. It. Yeah? Kyle was killing it again. But anyways, uh, um, the what I've been doing, and I, I like, I don't know if you would ever want to skate like this, or if anyone would want to skate like this, but what I do sometimes is I'll like pick an obstacle, and I'll... I've never done it, like, that thoroughly, I guess. I just kind of, like, fuck around. Like, how I used to play myself in skate. I wouldn't really, like, be too crazy about, like, okay, this guy, uh, that, uh, got A, and then K. I would just kind of, like, try to yeah, make my tricks. Yeah, yeah. But I'll Honestly, do you ever even finish the game of skate? Like, I don't. Like, when I'm playing myself, I just go until I go. I'm yeah. done. Do you play your, yourself in oh, skate? Oh, yeah, all the time. Like, when I'm playing, I probably do it every time I, like, skate. What? That's my warm up when I'm by Bro, myself. that makes me so. That's why I'm curious, cause like these are just things I do to like get better at, at skating, and that's one thing I always did was. And sometimes I would keep track on. It'd be left hand versus right. I hand. try to, but like I said, when it's like A versus T, I'm like, who had K? Yeah. Then eh, at that point, over. you're trying like fakey big flipping out. I just want to get this fake. Yeah, big exactly. <laughs> exactly. Perfect warm up. But exactly. what I'll do to like really, I'll spend not even for warm up, just like spend a whole session. Like today, um. It's mostly when I'm alone. Like if I, when I, this is how I skate when I'm alone, mostly because mm -hmm. friends it like makes a whole nother thing. And yeah, in it's the, a session. Yeah, but um, anyways, I'll take an obstacle and I'll take like maybe five tricks or ten tricks, and a lot of times it's just all the basic ones like front fifty fifty, back fifty fifty, front five zero, back five zero, nose grind, nose grind, crooked grind, basic like tails. ones. Well, like all the like you know you. basic grind tricks, and I'll try bangers to me, and that'll just be like okay, these are the tricks that I'm trying this session, and obviously there's like flat ground tricks between attempts and stuff, but mainly it's like I'm gonna skate the flat bar today. These are my ten tricks, like front board, back board, whatever, and maybe have like a couple at the end that are like maybe if I like have enough energy. Honestly, uh, you remember that YouTube video I did, um, twenty one tricks off the warm up wall or something in Pennsylvania, a long yeah, time yeah, ago, oh yeah, oh yeah. and I just did twenty one tricks. That was a a time where I just took that wall and I had a list of like, I think it was supposed to be 30 tricks, but I had a list of like 30 tricks and I just tried to do them all in one session and that's what came out of it was yeah. that video. Mm -hmm. Click to the YouTube channel if you want to see that video. It's still there. But um, let's say front 50-50. I have to do that trick three times. 
in order for that to be crossed off the list. I have to do that trick three times. If uh-huh. I do it first try, I don't have to do it anymore. Like if I do it first try, front 50-50, cross it off the list. You don't have to do it three times because oh, wow. you just did it first try ever. Same with every other trick. Try them. And then if you don't do it first try, you have to do it three times. If you mm. do them three times in a row, you give yourself like 10 points. Okay. So that way in your session, you, you I try front 50-50, do it first try. Okay, bam, maybe get like a point amount for that. Give myself points. And then if I do, uh, don't do a back 50-50, but then I do three in a row right after that, give myself 10 points, cross that off the list. And then like, I don't know, I guess that seems kind of weird. But um, that's like how I'll approach skating sometimes no that's really cool the three honestly. in a row thing i've is the never big part of it yeah no i've never thought about that but i like that and it makes sense like if you're skating an obstacle say you're skating a rail or a ledge you know do your tricks and if you can get them first try you got them first try don't stress and if you don't get it first try get three of them and, mm-hmm. and if you get three in a row i like i like the points but i don't see where the points system ends up yeah, see, so that's what I was thinking. You is just like, leave the skate park and you're like, I got 80 points. I got 80 points. Woo. No, but I was thinking, it, I don't know, I guess it's dumb, but like it could be a way to make skating by yourself more fun and more doable because a lot of times if you don't have people to skate with, a lot of people just won't skate just because that's mm-hmm. how they are. They don't. But this could be a way where it's almost like a street league type thing, but only for you. You're not competing it's with true. literally anyone else except yourself, and you can't compete with anyone because you made the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you could, and it's, it's like the, you could make it like, 50-50 board slide, like front board, like all basic tricks and do them all first try and be like, yeah, I got 100 points. Hell yeah, let's go home. But you didn't learn anything. You know what I mean? So it's like you pushing yourself by doing like, I guess that's just how you choose to train. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, you know what I mean? So yeah. Like in no, basketball, sure, you do the three-point sure. challenge where yeah. like you shoot three-pointers over and over and over to get that muscle memory. That's a question we should start. Dude, If you're, that's a question we start asking. If you're a skater, what do you do Comment down below what you do when you're skating by yourself for a warm-up. Because I'm curious to hear. That is a good question. Yeah, because... Yeah. Some people don't warm up. What? They just go for the... Like, Jake, he'll just go for the trick. Like, if he, like... <laughs> I don't know? think there's people that do that. Jake doesn't do that. He warms up. I've seen him. I skated with Jake. Barely, though. I guess people have varying levels But he of goes for flat. Up. He skates flat, mostly. It's like, he's warming up. That's true. But no, back in the day, when he would go to, like, get a clip... Really? He'd be the dude that'd pretty much show up to the ledge and be like, all right, you ready? There's some people that do that, though, dude. Some of these pros, you hear it on the nine club. I mean, stretching and warming up, probably. But, like, as far as, you know, if you're hitting something, I forget who it was. I was listening to the nine club recently. But they I, they kick-flipped something before. They, they didn't even nollie it. No, it was it was uh, Luis Mora. He uploaded something on YouTube. I think it was an Instagram video that I was watching. It was a highlight from his YouTube video where, like, you know how he skates with in Japan with those like yeah. his group of erase skaters. Mm-hmm. He's got the one kid. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he rips. I think he's like a 16, 17 year old skater, uh, off a leg injury too. Dude snapped he's his back. leg. He's back. I, yes. I'm pretty sure he's back. Cause you know how he's got the older one and the younger one. He's yeah. got one that's like 12. I don't know if this was the the younger one or the older one, but I know the guy's back. They're I know. So I know crazy. he's skating around. They're both insane. But yeah, they pull up to this nice fucking this nice stair set, and uh, the kid kickflips it before he even ollies it. First try. Like, they just got to the spot. Like, they were like, yeah, warm yeah. up, warm up. Kick flips it. See, nice with, with kick stuff flips, like yeah. that, bro, like, I, I don't get that, you know? Because was how big was it? Like, 10 stair? I, I don't want to. Because if it's, like, 6 stair, that might be, like, for me anyways, that might be, like, all right, just show up and try a trick down it. And but I, like, I get it, but most of the time, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'd have to know the context because, like, if you've been to the spot, you know how it is. But if you're pulling up to a fresh spot, yeah. You don't know how that landing is, how the run room is, if the, you know, you don't know where to land. GoPro, like, turn on. Oh, I didn't say. No, GoPro. GoPro, start recording. You gotta get the voice commands right. Fuck it up. So, yeah, right? Um, no, so, and we'll take a break soon for the ads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of forget. You were talking about Luis about. Mora and the dude just kick flipping it, and you said it depends on yeah, I, if you've I, been to the spot. Yeah, but yeah, like Riverside. I want. I wanted to touch on Riverside. Riverside's five. You know, if you if you hit it, clo- the five stair closest to the side of the five stair closest to the five block. Mm-hmm. Feel me? There's a spot on. There's a side on there. You have to land. You know, if you land, if you just go like in the middle of the stair set. Yeah. I mean, if you go fast enough, you're gonna clear this spot. I'm talking about. But like when I was, that's the spot me and my friend Austin used to go to when when I was like just learning how to like get over stairs. Get get over stairs. That's and tough. I, yeah, I would like ollie them. And yeah, it's pavers and everywhere, run room and landing on pavers. But there's a spot too in the middle where the pavers dive in. So if you ollie and land there, you're eating yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, like that, that. I learned too. Like in in you know at Riverside, you had to like I had to go off. Now I just go fast enough and clear it. But when I was learning, I had to go off. So that's another thing too. Where like I'll be terrified to pull up to a fresh spot. He'll flip it. You catch it perfect, and then you land on like you land with the run yeah. room's crust, or there's like a crack yeah. you don't know about. Fly forward. The thing is, this is probably the last thing I'll say before we take a break. But um, the way that I've approached skating and like the way I approach spots like that is this is just me personally how I do it. I'll like go there and I'll try to rifle. Off. I'll try to skate kind of like that training method how I told you. Like I'll go to the stair and I'll try to ollie it. And unless it's like something super gnarly where like you really don't want to be jumping down it too many times or like risking bailing away like a, a, a one bad time uh i'll pretty much like ollie it maybe a couple ollies like front 180 it maybe a couple front 180s and then like i want to be and again this is probably like accelerated since my injury just because now i need to make sure like there is zero hesitation on my like commitment so if i'm trying to kickflip something now the way i'm trying to go about it is like when i pop that tail i know that i'm gonna be like doing a kickflip you know what i mean and that's why I've been really strenuous with that tra- training type like style lately when it comes to jumping down stuff too, just because I need that muscle memory to be like exact, you know, because just one sure. time of like kicking away weird and like landing weird, I don't know what could happen, you know what I mean? So I'm trying mm-hmm. to make it, if I'm jumping down a stair set, I'm going to be at the bottom and my feet are going to be on the board, you know what I mean? And sure. I realized by watching <clears throat> um, people like, bro, like um, Aurelian Gerard. Uh. Uh, watching people like um, Jamie Foy, Zion Wright, you notice there's like a certain bruteness to their skating that it's like, especially Aurelian Gerard, bro, he's like, he knows he's landing on that board whenever he pops over a stair set. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know that mental block we always talk about in skating where like, that's why you kick away because you're yeah. like, oh, what if I, uh, and you kick yeah. it away and like roll. It's like people like that have achieved disregarding that altogether. Like they do not have, like it seems they don't have like mm-hmm. the hesitation factor at all. Because you notice when you skate like that, you skate so much better. When you just don't think about what if, what if I like slip out, what if I like, you know, don't lock into it. You just think, I've done this a hundred times, pop this way and shift your feet like that and you're going to lock into it and then just like have faith, you know what I mean? Just like, and push it through. And notice too, I'll touch on this real quick before we go on ads. Notice like, uh, when, when you go, what was I even talking about? Have you ever pulled up to the skate park and landed everything first try? Like, like, for like. You're like, yeah, like you've warmed up, you've stretched, and then you're like, like when I go to veterans, I'm like, all right, you know, my when I just get there, I warm up, I stretch a little bit. I go on the ramps. That's usually my warm up. Like yeah, I, yeah. I stretch a little bit and get get it, but I don't really like pop any ollies before I just dive into the 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 blue like tra- tranny. Yeah. And that's uh that's my warm up, but I, I notice like almost every time because I got my go tos on that thing, I can flow. But I'll just be doing my go-tos like every time and then it progresses. Like just last time I went this past weekend, it was like, you know, I'm doing my thing, doing my thing. I've maybe done like five to seven tricks and then I'm just like, yeah, I haven't fallen yet. So I'll just, I'm feeling comfy and warm. So I'm going to pop a big ollie over the spine, like, you know, like ollie uh, indie grab. And I've been, when I grab it, dude, I tweak the crap out of it and I come so high. No, my bad. I come so high off the quarter pipe and to get into the slope. You feel me? Yeah. But I come like I come at an angle and I hit I hit the very like upper left corner upper ninety of the of the quarter pipe, hit that thing flying at an angle and I pop so high so I'm I'm at an angle I grab the board and then tweak it Whip and it. then come back down yeah. on the on the spine and I did it first try the other day I was just like doing these tricks I'm like geez who is this man I love that bro yeah it's the best feeling and that's what it takes like doing something over and over and over like there's another YouTube video I have from. Pennsylvania at the skate park. I think it's just called skate training or something like that. But I was trying to learn. I remember I had a list of tricks I wanted to learn that day. One of them was, bro, the, um, I don't even know the proper way to call it. It'd be like front sus or front five zero. You know, like you're on the ledge, ollie up, front five zero, switch over to switch crook. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Where you're yeah, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah, middle, yeah. you're like. Tsh. I tried to. I was gonna do that, and I wanted to do. I think I wanted to try Smith kickflip out, and I wanted to do Smith on a rail, and then wall grinding Smith pop over to front feeble. So like same trick, you know what I mean? Nice, like same rail. Dude. And um, so then I went there, and I spent the whole time. I felt like a crazy person because I seriously like I, I I always balance my five O's. You know what I'm saying? Like I was manual on it, and then yeah, pop yeah, out you do, you when and I don't really yeah. do the tail skid, and that's kind of what you need in order to shift it around to crook like that. Mm-hmm. You can't really be like in a. 5-0, you'd have to pop around or whatever. Yeah. And so I practiced. I just would like go as fast as I can and try to like do a 5-0 where I'm sliding the tail. And I did like 10 of them. 
Really? And then and then same with tail slides. I was doing like ta- I think I was trying to tail slide kickflip, but I just did so many tail slide to fakies. I remember watching the footage. They all look like so similar. You can't even tell the difference, but it's like tail slide, <laughs> pop out fakie. And you notice the same thing with blunt slides I've been doing, where it's like mm-hmm. blunt slide, <laughs> pop out the fakie. Just because like I'm trying to dial that shit in, you know? Because yeah. if I'm trying to do it down something big or try to kickflip out, I want to be comfortable enough to where I pop in, locked in. You know, my body knows this positioning and then kickflip. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the ads. So something I want to get into, uh, shine a little light on a company, up and coming company, up and coming small business. So my wife and my mother-in-law started a business, a, a, a luxury picnic business, I think it's called. So I'm going to read their Instagram is picnics, Southwest Florida. So P I C N I X S W F L. On Instagram, Facebook too. Um, so the bio reads, a mother-daughter duo here to make all your picnic dreams come true. And maybe we can put the picture, their Instagram picture, like up on the thing. Yeah, for sure. They, I saw what they're working with last night because they went shopping like all day. I mean, by the time this comes up, it'll be weeks. But when we're recording this, you know, the day the day before. Uh, so yesterday, she she went out all day shopping, her and her mom. And they got so much stuff, and they're out again today, all day, all night, trying like getting so much stuff. They're trying to get like four, four sets, uh, where they have like different, you know, different themes to pick from. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's gonna tie in well with her photography business, Brianna Faith Photography. If you don't know, go get yourself some, tap in with some good photos. They're gonna enjoy doing that so much too. Yeah, they're gonna love it, dude. It's gonna be so much fun. Right they, up their alley. Yeah, yeah, right up their alley. Like, dude, yeah, it's a, so go tap in picnic Southwest Florida. They're on all social medias right now? You, uh, they're on Facebook and Instagram for sure right now. I know that much. Sick. Like you can tap in with their Facebook page. I think eventually that, that and their website is going to be how you like book things and probably like you can lead to their website through Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, tap in with uh, Picnic Southwest Florida, P-I-C-N-I-X-S-W-F-L on all social media. It's going to be nice, dude. I can't, I can't wait to book mine. Mine's free. <laughs> we're gonna do that. The first one's free because we did the advertisement. I mean, I guess they're all free. <laughs> I'm married to the, the business owner. That's cool. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> dope picnics. No, because it was dude, even... I want to see more picnics. I, yeah, I saw I saw John do that. The guy, you know, Green Bites. And he did that. And I was just like, dude, that's awesome. That's a, that's an amazing idea. And I don't know he if he... did the... I, I don't know. I don't know if he booked somewhere that does that or, or if he, oh. like, prepared something. But I, like, saw he did, like, that, that like, at the beach with... Because that's what it's going to be, like... I don't know if they're only doing it at the beach, but I know like picnics at the beach it will be like you know a thing for sure for like family gatherings, whatever for like picnics out of Florida. I'm talking about, but yeah, I saw he did that and I was like, that's a great idea. And then like you know Bree and her mom too, but you know I can speak for Bree because she's my wife. She has like such a great taste that like it's it's like yes, like this just makes sense, yeah, you know. And then she has I her thought. photography business to like go side and side with it where it's like if you're going all out and you're like doing a luxury picture like that you're probably going to want to get like professional pictures done too yeah. to like remember it. and if not okay yeah and if not okay like it's still going to be fine i i can't wait though to like start doing that you know because mm-hmm. we are going to go out and do the first one so she can get like yeah business photos and That'll stuff like that for it so yeah i can't wait because ever since i seen he did that and saw like that was a thing like this is awesome so that's just that's just like the setup sort of the service is just like a setup sort of thing, right? And then like they bring their own food or whatever. I think so. Yeah, I I don't know for sure if they're doing. Like I don't, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna supply the food or not. Um, I don't know. It's a great question. Could be just a. Con- I wonder if they would just like talk with the client and be like, "What were you guys trying to have?" And then they'll be like, uh. <laughs> Chick Fil A, like I can pick it up on the way. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. It would make sense to have, like if you if you're the one setting up the picnic, like have the food. I feel like you. a lot of stuff from here would come from Publix too. Oh yeah, I mean, pub you, sub. Go, you know, pub sub and pub chip. Sub, grab a pub sub date? chip, yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah, so I I just wanted to shine light on that because that's that's up and coming and yeah, that's you know huge. that's that's a that's a new thing. I don't know of anybody like around here that does do that. So if you're trying to tap in with the luxury picnic. Tap in with Picnic Southwest Florida. Picnics with an X. And then I do have another question I wanna I wanna ask you. Um, so you've torn your ACL twice, if 
bounce back both times, stronger than ever. I want to say either the first time you tore it and came back or the second time you tore it and came back since you tore your knee from the first time, what has been the most proud moment like that you've done on a board since your injury? Like what's since it? the first one. Yeah, yeah. Or you could give me two. Like if you know of one on the top of your head that you did in Pennsylvania or as you just getting back to Florida where you're like, hey, I got it. And then like after the second injury, if you have a trick that you've done or because because you, you're like you're back now. Like, I don't know how you are going off like drops or whatever, how you feel doing that. It's I don't know. I don't know if you've today. done that. But like, yeah, like when I see you doing what you do, like your tech, dude, and then your your simple stuff is my like banger. I can't even do. So it's like that. Yeah. So that's why I'm curious to see like what. What goes in your head when you're like, oh, um, cause you could do a crook and be like, I don't know what goes in your head. But when I do a crook, I'm like, yes, I, dude, I rolled today, away on a crook. Bro, today I didn't land it, but I came so close. I was doing a line where I was starting going backside to the metal bench or box and doing a back five zero across the whole thing and then back shove it out. And then I'd go up the quarter pipe, come back down and then do a front five zero across the whole thing, front shove out. And I got Dang. so close. I like did the front shove and landed on it and then like kind of like fell uh, off, but I got so close. That's a line. Yeah, and that's something nice. that I, I think that's something that I used to try before I tore it again. Like the when I got back to Florida, that was like something that I was kind of learning was shoves out of five O's and I'm doing them again, so that's pretty sick. Is there is there a trick? And sorry for all the skate talk. We talked no. about this on break. There for is like the non There is a proudest is, moment. Is the okay, and then I also want to know so keep note that proudest moment. Yeah, yeah. But then is there also is there a trick that when you tore your knee, you're like I mean, I guess skating is all up in the air, but was there a trick that you're like Oh, like I'm probably not gonna be able to do that because like you're like well hard flips you know like you gotta bend this way you're yeah. like it probably won't happen like but mm -hmm. now you can do them is there a trick that so that to answer that question the trick one of them was uh, riding backwards fakie to like fakie five o switch nose grind whatever you uh. want to call it that one because especially after the second well no I remember after the first one because it was so hard to like put weight on it like it was unfathomable is there the same knee yeah it was unfathomable to me to like. Um, uh, to be not able to put weight on it at all and like to have such so many months of like getting the muscle back just to be able to like jump off that leg without it hurting at all to be able to jump like standing on one leg jump on one leg land on one leg do that without any sort of pain it took so long so to imagine wow. like to ride backwards and to like do a box jump basically because you're riding fakie so you're yeah, on your yeah. popping leg which is my my uh, surgery one to jump just from that one leg, go up into a five zero in balance, and then pop out and land back like on the board. Mm -hmm. That was no, a trick you. that I was like, bro, if I can, I wrote it down. I remember I was like, bro, if I can do that trick, and I think I put fakie five zero kickflip out was one that I was like, bro, if I can learn that after like my my injury and stuff from Pennsylvania, yeah, because that means you, then I'm back because I'm all on levels, that leg yeah. now. You're finessing um, it and everything. Now after that was after my first injury, kind of where my head was at, but then after my second one. Uh, that was still like up there is difficult, but I was thinking leading with this leg is what's hard. And even now I'm like still kind of like getting my, th getting it back because like doing a front big spin, you notice like you to, to pop a front big spin, to get it to whip 360 so quickly on flat ground, you have to straighten that leg like immediately when you pop, you know what I'm saying? So like when I do a front big spin, I pop and then immediately when my tail comes off the ground, my knee goes straight. So that it like pushes the mm -hmm. board and then that makes it spin 360 and my front foot can guide it around to like do the front big spin. That was a trick that I couldn't do it without pain. Like just shooting wow. my knee forward from all the scar tissue and stuff. It was different than my last injury because my last one didn't have surgery. So ah, the scar tissue, it's like what uh, Steezus was talking about on the nine club green room, the back nine. He was saying okay. his back issue, he had surgery and stuff and it's not even the injury that's a problem anymore. It's just the scar tissue from the surgery. Dang. that's how it was with my knee so like i still can't like i mean i guess i can now i'm like right to the point now where i can bend all the way down and like put all of my weight with a bent leg like completely bent in half and i like, have all my weight on that foot as i'm like squatted to the ground mm -hmm. for the longest time i couldn't do that with my left leg mm -hmm. but now i can and so doing any trick that like involves a really rapid straightening of that leg back lip is another one where i'll pop and then to whip into the back lip, I yeah, straighten yeah. my back leg and blunt slides and stuff too. A front blunt, you have to like pop, and then right when you like get lifted over the rail, you slam your back leg straight to like lock it in to slide that way. And all those tricks were like it would give me pain to try them. So I thought like 
damn, it's going to be a minute before, or even like landing on that leg when I like go off of something or when we were skating next door and I was trying to tail slide and I slipped uh, yeah, and landed yeah. on my hurt, like my surgery leg, yeah. landing on it. And today I actually, what trick was it? It was um, back nose grind. I was trying to do a back nose grind across the whole box. First attempt, I didn't even lock in. My wheels got up on the deck of it uh. and I slipped. And so to do that, your legs go you know, crazy, like a V. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, on the other side of the ledge, I had to like catch myself only with my surgery leg. So all Damn. my weight went on to catch myself and it didn't hurt. So that's how oh, I nice. knew like, hell yeah, we're back. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah, jumping yeah. down stuff. If you do like a front side flip, when you bail that and you're le- or fakie flip and you're leading with that hurt popping leg, you have to land with more weight on that leg than the, and I'd, I had been compensating for a long time and like only landing with the really strong one. And it made my hips like, you know, uh, the muscle imbalance. It was like really hard to get used to that. Yeah. Damn dude. But the, the monument, the tricks that were like highlight tricks, I guess. Sorry. I've been like rambling a little bit, but like, that's all good. Shit, that was, that was this a, is my life for like that, the past no, two that years. That was a good story. Like um, I, I'm glad I heard that. Thanks bro. But the tricks, uh, honestly, um, what was it? Um, I feel like I jumped down something big after honestly trying the thing that made my that hurt to give me the injury the second time that was like, I was proud of myself for trying it. Cause like I had yeah, torn yeah. my shit and like, that was a giant drop to even like get the balls to like drop in on that was, I'm glad that I tried. You for know real, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I did a, uh, you're nuts for that. By the way, <laughs> seeing the footage back, I'm just like, cause everyone was like, maybe everyone you shouldn't there, like, yeah. maybe you should like give it a second. And, and anyone who said yes, I think I said, try it from halfway. You know, to see yeah, the like, speed. Well, maybe, yeah, they're like, like we're good, dude. I'll send it. Oh well. Uh, my train of thought was like that. If I was gonna do half, I'm doing the whole thing. Yeah, and, and it's and, and it's thought- that same mentality we were saying when you pull up to a spot and you kick flip before you ollie it because the risk versus reward. It's it's yep. at, at a what point are you gonna you throw yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Even to jump down, it would have been smarter to like. Or I did. I caveman down it actually, but. To, to do it, ha- yeah, I don't know. It, that it was, spot was like sus because the fence is all yeah, like that. And I had to curve and it pitched me so. That's why, bro, you know that sign? I'm so glad I've never tried it. That No one listening will probably know this unless you're local. But the there's Westbrook? a sign. No, that one's sick too. But the signs where CC's used to be oh, that are wow. like big waves. I've thought for years about dropping into that, starting at the top and rolling, riding into it, and then popping over the stop sign to flat, like wow. out into the parking lot. Because it's probably like a eight foot drop and that's like 11 stair size like a little taller than the 11 stair so i figured but you'd be going so fast when you drop in that you won't feel any impact you're gonna shoot off that and just you could even early grab and like yeah but if but you get pitched that's the thing is if it was like the which it would be because it's like such a steep incline it would be worse than the fsw thing probably and what would probably happen is you drop in and then you have so little time before you're popping. Right when you hit the flat bottom, you're probably gonna freak out, and you might slip, slip back. Or that would be because it's painted. Because there's a stop sign right in front of it too, bro. I know, and it's painted stucco. I'm pretty sure the sign you're riding on is painted stucco. So I feel like you could slip too, if like depending on how wide that thing is. Oh my god, your wheel gets that off would be track scary. as you're like hitting you the, the most decline. The... Bro. Yeah. Um. No, but there was a trick. What was I thinking? There's a trick that. Well, in my the a trick that's gonna be in my video part at um vector the spot down the road off of um tree line uh-huh. the line i did there do you remember seeing that where i start i front 180 the big grass gap and then it's a no or no i do push once but i i do a front 180 and then i do a flat ground trick i don't remember seeing that it's sick it, it's um i shouldn't say that like it's my own fucking clip like it's sick bro but it, it meant a lot no, to I me because it, it, it was yeah. like a, it was a big gap and i was leading with my hurt leg so like this was not. This was, you know, right after the first one when I mm-hmm. got back to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I was doing front one eighty over the big grass gap landing, and then uh, doing a cab flip on flat, and then oh. pushing, and I did a half cab manual like all the way up the ramp and down the ramp and whatever, and that, I was proud of that line because that was one where like I hauled ass, faced my fears, front one eighty, landed it, and then without pushing, did a full cab flip. I've never done one of those like in a street park or whatever, so to do a cab flip was pretty sick. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's and there's more too, bro. I got a list of like things I was thinking today as I was skating in the park. I was like, bro, there's certain tricks that like I'm going to keep practicing them like I did today so I can get them locked in. And then I want to like film some more stuff to finish a video part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I feel like I need to do that before 
any other like skate things happen, I need to like at some point need to finish a part that I'm like, this is what my skateboarding looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've had so many injuries and stuff that it's like I've never really got to display. This is the shit I've learned, and this is it in the streets, fresh market. I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. Dead, bro. That spot is dead. I have some clips. I want to get there. It's it's insane that 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 you have. That's so cool, dude. I can't wait to see the shit you're gonna do. I don't. I don't skate like that no more. Me, I skate parks, bro. Skate parks all day. I park shark all day. Like, opposed to street. I like street, but there's something else in the parks. Like, parks are meant for skating. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like, for real, like, kudos to all the street skaters. I don't know. And yeah. it's just since my ankle, it's been this, like, and I, I don't, I feel like a bitch talking about my ankle because you've been through fucking two way worse knee injuries and you've, here you are, like, dude, saying Fresh Market's dead, but that's a mentality thing, bro. <laughs> but, like, for me, I would, like, I would never, because I, I love the moments, like, even just going to veterans and hitting what I can hit right now, first try every time, like I was saying earlier, I don't want to risk, like, messing that up yeah. for, like, just, like, a, a getting a trick over veterans. And it sucks because it can happen anytime, anything. Like, how I got hurt, I was doing, I was warming up at a park. I rolled in a roll-in. I've been doing that since I was five years old. But, like, I did it. It pitched me. I fell off and, like, landed wrong on a decline. Pop. My ankle's never been the same since, but yeah, I just don't have, I don't have it anymore. Like I'd rather, it sucks too. I'll be like doing other things too. Like, like playing football and then like come down and slam. And then I really consider, I'm like, do I want to get hurt doing this when I like, I love, you know, skating or with anything else too. It's like, but it all falls back to skating. You know, I always want to skate, but I'm not like living to go make a video part or whatever i'm just living to like literally get my board and go to the skate park and do what i do i live for that I live for that because i the tricks like the feeling you feel when you roll away yeah oh, and it's dude. the same like it's the same sort of like progress you know the same way i look at a 10 stair and i'm thinking like bro if i could front side flip that one day hell yeah same thing at a skate park where you're thinking dude if i could do a big spin back lip up that quarter yeah, pipe and the one tricks day. just get crazier crazier cause... and it's it's a lot different too because it is meant for skating it's like it's almost like like different sectors of the same, you know, it's like it, skating's expanding exactly. so much. Yeah, and and I feel like I feel like the more parks you skate cuz a skate park there's it's only a, you know, it's a certain way you can build ramps. Like you can't go too crazy with it. Yeah. But but the like the more parks you skate, the more you'll realize every park is different. Like yeah. like you know, is it a metal ramp? Is it concrete ramps? Is it wood ramps? Cuz mm-hmm. all those pop differently. Is all there those, a lot of tranny? Is ex- there a lot of street exactly. stuff? Exactly. Is it is it big pitches? Is it small, you know, like uh, SLS street league type thing like small park big big stuff so you run you know run course run or is it more like laid out spread out practice like veterans type thing um so the more you skate those parks it's almost like the more you get used to it the more you can just like roll up to like a park and and do more better like like I hated the time that like Nashville we went to that park I couldn't skate it because yeah, I wasn't prepared worst, yeah and that's so, how it was at St. Pete with me and Kyle I went to that St. Really? Pete park I don't remember what it's called the big, like, newer St. Mm-hmm. Pete Park. The new St. Pete Park, yeah. Have you seen that bowl? No. Have you been there? Not in person, no. Bro. I want to go. There's a bowl that's, like, scary to even stand next to. That's how big Have it is. Have you been to Sarasota? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how is it comparison to that? Because that bowl is, is legit. Like, me and Hendrix talked about it the other day. Like, nobody hits that. It's scary. for looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, Zion's not hitting that. And it's that. like, bro, that's it's how I looks. used to think of the Edge Skate Park in Naples. Like, that size bowl. Kind of like the Bradenton one. Like, big-ass bowl, you know, legit bowl. We're, like, airing on the deep end of that bowl is legit, like, vert skating. Uh, but, oh, yeah. But the St. Pete Park has a, a bowl that size, bigger than the Bradenton one, like, width-wise, but about the same, like, transition sizes and, and dips and stuff. But then next to it, there's – Kyle showed me this massive bowl that's, like, dude, it's literally what, like – Pedro Barros and like Raven Tershi wow. and like these like bowl skaters would skate because the in- I always think of a bowl like ollieing from the deep end of a b- from the deck to the flat of a deep end bowl like I did at um Bradenton how like I ollied over the quarter pipe to flat you remember that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes I'll never that, that's that. A, a way that I like if this park doesn't have like big stairs or like big drops that's one thing that I'll do is like ollie into the the deep end of a bowl or whatever just to like get that feeling of you a did big that ass flight that's crazy um. But that bowl, I was telling Kyle, like that's something, the way I think about bowls is like an alternative to stair sets if no mm-hmm. one's in the bowl. This deep end bowl, I looked at it and into the deep end, I was like, bro, like I'm, alling off that would be like leap of faith size, like 
drop, like bigger than El Toro probably. Maybe yeah, about wow. the size of El Toro actually. You'd have to haul ass to like, can't even. Like gives me goosebumps looking down at, uh, at those bowls. I want I want to um I want to pool that deep. That'd when be I, sick. When, like in your backyard. Imagine how sick that'd be. Like a, a twelve footer. Yeah. Like, like but it's filled with water. There. It's filled with water. Feel me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pool, Imagine if yeah, you had yeah. a pool like that and you like put stuff down below, like down like at the bottom of the pool that you That'd could just sick. do, like little like coral reef looking things. You could just dive down there and like play some games. That would be sick. <laughs> yeah. Put a shark down there. I wonder what the pressure would be like. Because you remember the FGCU pools that, um, I don't remember who took us there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they would go like, they were the deep, deep pools. Yeah, I don't know how deep. And if you swam all the way to the bottom, it'd Your be like uncomfortable. Like, You're like, oh, God, swim back up. I know. How deep to like when you swim back up, you, you got to like be careful. I think it's um, the bends. Yeah, I don't remember what I th- feel like. It's like twenty feet down really? is when when um you got to start like clean, making sure your ears clear and like you're you're uh you reach equilibrium. They probably couldn't make a pool that deep in Florida, could they? Because we don't have basements for whatever reason. If it was, I mean, if it was concrete, why don't we have basements in Florida? Oh, uh, we're so close to groundwater, I think. So you couldn't we're do so, clo- so we're you couldn't do a pool that deep. You probably could if you filled it with concrete. You just couldn't have. Why well, can't you do a basement then? Why can't you do a basement? They say it floods. Hmm. I don't know how that works. Mom's house doesn't flood. <laughs> it would have to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Because if it was a solid concrete basement. Dude. I should put a basement in a house. <laughs> That'd because then it'd sell. Dude, the only house in Florida with a basement. Bro, that's advertisement right there. Only house in Florida with a basement. Can't let the realtors know. What's down there? Nothing. Closet. What were we talking about to get onto the bowl topic? We were talking about skate parks and how each one's different. All I know is we've talked about skate parks uh, all of part two. <laughs> and in, in the break, when we just took a break, we talked about yeah, we should probably not talk about like skating because we we don't have like That's we don't know if the list we don't know if the listeners are skaters. So if you're listening and watching and you're not a skater and you're and you've made it this far, shouts out for real. We're gonna switch it up real quick before we end. Uh, and I have a YouTube channel that has a lot of skating on it, and so does Danny. So um, you could click over there if you do like skating. Yeah, check us out. To see the skateboarding happening. Because we're just describing, like, the rail is, like, this side, and, like, pop on this side, and that audio listeners are like, what? So to <laughs> switch it up, you showed me a topic. The game is filing bankruptcy. Not playing. <laughs> Imagine just host a podcast and just say a bunch of fake Just say shit. random shit. Like, bro, Eminem's canceled. All his albums are off no, Spotify. But did you All a- of them. No, but did you actually hear that people are trying to cancel him? That's hilarious. Did you hear what song? No, well, there was, well, there's a couple you could reference. But did you hear, if you really want to dig into canceling Eminem, there's a couple you could reference. There's what what'd they there's say? There's a couple you what, could reference. Which one did they say? There was a song with Rihanna, where it's like, Just you were telling stay. me about that. Yeah, and whenever really? he says he's going to tie her to the bed and set the house on fire, it's like, bro, he's not actually going to kill a woman. And other than that, Have they at, heard Stan featuring Ditto? Or Kim? St- yeah, dude. It's about killing. Like he he re- in music to be murdered by. He he talks about. Look, I ain't like, gonna do this to Eminem because I don't want to f- add fuel to the cancel culture fire. Nah, fuck that, dude. He's not getting canceled. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. He's um, a good man. He raps about vulgar things. They're gonna be like the tone deaf video went hard though, bro. Th- is that? Can't that's what I want. Fucking work. That's you. what. I, that's <laughs> what I want to touch on. He did. I didn't see that. Did he? Did he drop that video after people are trying to cancel? I think it was a coincidence. I thought to be that honest. was a response. No, tone deaf was in music to be murdered by a B side, and um, dope ass song. Great. And the whole the thing of the video? song is like I can't even like, huh? He dropped a music video. Yeah, it was a lyric music video, and I think it was just coincidence to be honest. Like how the people were talking about like cancel culture and Eminem should be like you know, banned because of his offensiveness and whatever. Fuck that, dude. What about Mr. Potato Head? I think that's, I think they just rebranded it to like, they're not going to have like a kid Potato Head, like a girl Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head. They're just all going to be Potato Heads. They're still going to be Mr. Potato Head. There's just going to be others as well. What you think about that? That's how I feel about that. I don't have any thoughts about it. It's whatever. It's a No, and I don't either. I think... What yeah. about this, though? Here's something we can touch on that's like, I want your honest opinion on. Gender reveal parties. Gender reveal parties. So, I don't know the whole, like, how everyone talks about this, but I heard, like, people say that gender reveal parties are dumb and pointless. And, like, something that, like, why do we even do that in society? And I think... Why are they saying that? Because of uh, transgender people. And how you're just planning a gender for your kid. But it's a choice to have a gender party. So if the parent is choosing that that's what they want to do, 
why are you mad? Why is someone else mad? Like, if you're a parent, if you're mad at gender parties, then when you're a parent, don't have one. That's and and also, saying. don't go to one. If you're invited to one, don't go to one if you don't, like, approve of that. And it's the same with songs. If but if you're having a baby you and you like... want to know the name of the, like, the gender, because at the end of the day, it's rough, dude. I got to tread lightly. But at the end of the no, day. No, I hear you. And the, I want to talk about this. At the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say, it, yeah, if you're the parent and you want to find out the gender of your baby, you can, you should do that. Like, whether, you know, you agree with any, any of, like, the trans or whatever, it's like, because however you feel about it, I feel like, uh, I mean, if you want to know the gender, dude, it's, it's either going to be a guy or a girl. And whether they want to ever change that or whatever is up to them. Up to them. But, like, but like the, the, if you want to know. The doctor tells you what. You know, because that drastically changes parenthood. If your first kid is a girl, biologically, or your first kid is a boy, biologically, you're going to have different parenthoods. So it's like kind of a big thing to know whenever the doctor tells you, hey, you're having a girl. It's like, whoa, what? I'm having a little baby girl. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like it is significant. And I understand what people are saying about, um, about it. And I get, and I get it, but, um, I, I'm with you where I think like, I don't again. I don't know if anyone's like trying to like cancel baby, gender reveal parties or whatever. But I know that people say that. What did Demi Lovato say about it? I think that was false. I think that that article was posted by like a super biased source. So I don't even know if like any of what right, she right. said was true. But um, but uh, I don't know. Even even and I get it because like they say like gender is a societal construct and like to be a boy, like liking blue colors and liking trucks is like something society beats over your head and to be a girl in like pink and dresses, that's something society beats over your head. But I also think boys and girls are just different chemically. So like they're gonna like different things. You know what I mean? So I, I, I've always thought if you were on an island and you had a baby on an island and there was zero influence of society and you had a girl or a boy, regardless of the gender, uh, I don't know. What do you think that would look like? Like, uh, do you think that there would be any like, if it was biologically born a, a boy, do you think that it would like playing with rocks and going climbing up trees, or do you think that that's something that society pushes on kids as they grow up? Because you think about it, it's I think all it over de- media. I think it depends. It definitely depends. Every everyone is different, so everyone likes doing different things. You know, you've seen yeah. girls that that are like professional shooters, and they've competed on, you know. N- uh, naked and afraid and all these crazy shows and they're like UFC fighters yeah yeah and they're they they enjoy doing stuff like that and yeah. then you see you know same vice versa it I guess it would just depend like I think I think society has made it to a point where it's like you say you know boys blue trucks like, yeah. and girls but I mean also if you think about going the like I don't know like what what would you what would you want like is it if if they're if people are mad about this then like what's what's the answer is what's it the just, alternative is it just yeah. neutral everything and it's the same neutral with like with, with like, like movies just, and with comedy and music and everything it's the same it's like what do you want do you just want like a song that does not make anybody mad ever or like do you want like a movie that does not because you like all the disney stuff too is what i was thinking about is they took off a lot of disney movies because of like harmful um portrayals of certain cultures and whatnot, you know, like Aristocats. Yeah, and, and look, I just think with all that, we could do this all day. It would never end. You know what I mean? Stuff can get taken off the shelves, like, you know, whatever. You can cancel, like, Dr. Seuss trying to be canceled. They're not, like, not selling his books anymore. But it's like, and everyone's getting mad about, oh, don't do that or cancel that. But it's like, one, where does it stop? And, like, it'll never stop. Because, like you said, you can't, nothing's perfect and everyone's different. So, you're never going to make a song that pleases everyone. Like you're never going to dude. even the most influential, like people motiv- do nothing but motivation, get hate. Everyone gets hate. Yeah. It's like, it, there's just haters. There's people out there like that are on the internet that just, they live for that. They, they, like it's something in their brain that they just like, they troll or they just, they get, or want to be mad about something. Yeah. They want to be upset. They want to say someone. something. Yeah. They want to, they want to, they just, yeah, I don't know. So, I think, yeah, it gets to a point where it's just kind of like, you know, at what point? But I, I do understand if something makes you feel a certain way, being vocal about it. Yeah. Um, that's what I do understand because not everything's right. I, so many things I've learned, like you learn in school, 
and you question it and then the teacher doesn't even have the right answer and you know you ever been there where yeah. it's just like hey why is this that and then they're like because oh, the no, just so. the books that yeah and then you're like that's when you start questioning stuff like why does this and yeah there's certain things you know that it's just like yeah why is this that way i can't mm-hmm. think of like an example off the top of my head but but it's even with what we were saying about the gender reveal stuff. It's like sometimes people feel like they're into this category of like, I'm a girl, so I can't play football. Or like, I'm a girl, so I can't do that. But like, it's like you said, everyone's different and everyone should know that you can do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, and I guess it sucks like society makes it the way. Because like if you think about if you had a boy and you're in like, you, you like put it in dresses because you're like, I want to, I want to put them in dresses. I think, I think that looks cool. And then like. He grows up and he likes wearing dresses because he's like born and raised into it. And he's like, doesn't know any different. His dad does it too. So then he goes to school, but then like he's different and he's made fun of, you know? So I don't know at what line, like you could change it for you, but then society as a whole would yeah. never, because like we were talking about, you can't please everybody. Uh-huh. Everyone's going to continue to do their own thing. So yeah, I think it's important to just like do what makes you happy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We push, man. And part of it too is like looking up to your parents. Like you said, like a lot of times, especially like in, you know, the past hundred years or whatever, the dynamic is like the man, you know, is like he is the parent, the dad, and then the mom is like she is, the mom, the woman, and they have their own like things that they do every day. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. those things have changed a lot over the years. But like the kids that come from that family have we been going a while? So long. But the kids that come from that family are gonna be very impressionable to their parents you know like of course the the little boy is gonna want to like work on cars like his dad does because like that's what he sees his dad do all the time if his dad didn't do that and he was like a scientist and wore dresses or something the kid might be partial to that they might think like you know and i think that's what's most important of aside from like Hmm, yeah like any you know thoughts on gender reveal parties or whatever it's like that's the most important rule as a parent is knowing that your kids are impressionable to you and knowing that if they and inversely, they don't want to do what you want to do. Accept that too. If you work on cars and play baseball and watch football games on Sundays and your kid doesn't want to do that, that's okay. I also think too, though, this is what I will say before we wrap it up. Yeah, this is important. Last leg. It is like, I feel like it is tremendously important to focus on stuff that genuinely matters. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to tell anybody how to do anything, but like, I mean, there's there's serious problems out there, dude. Like yeah. Flint, Michigan, That's what still I'm doesn't yeah. have clean water. So fuck Mr. Potato Head. So, no, yeah, like there's bigger problems to focus at. Think about the uproar. We're talking about it right now on, on the podcast. All those other podcasts that are on top charts have brushed on it. You know, it's just th- you've seen all over Facebook. Trending topics. Trending yeah. topics. Like, and Flint, Michigan was a trending topic, and it disappeared, but they, st- like, they, still, they still don't, don't have, have clean, clean water. water. So, well, like, dude, it's just like... Yeah, there's bigger problems at hand. Also, there's there's countries out there that like if you for believing in what you believe in, get killed, dude. And there's people out there, there's countries out there that like you don't even get to pick your wife. They pick it for you. Your parents pick it. Yeah. Or like something like that, you know, like or yeah. someone else picks it or you have to do this certain thing. It's crazy to me. Fix that before we can like <laughs> also fix America cuz we're not perfect either. Where's the stimulus check? Hit us with that outro, Storm. <laughs> Thank you.